This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Amelia listeners. This is Alan. Hello from Scotland, and thank you very much for listening to the Amelia podcast. It means so much to us. If you like listening to the Amelia project, then please do consider supporting us on Patreon so that we can continue to make more and 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 more. Congratulations. You've reached the Amelia project. This phone call isn't happening. If you're not serious about this, hang up. Now. Still there? If you continue, there's no way back. Small-time crooks and people trying to cash in on their life insurance. So dull. I don't waste my time with that kind of thing. I only take on cases that capture my imagination. It seems you're bringing me a domestic squabble and, well... They're usually so boring. You'll hear me out anyway. An involuntary disappearance. Interesting. Oh, I'm glad you find my ordeal interesting. Oh, you should. If I wasn't interested, I'd send you packing. That's what this is about. Assessing if your case is of interest. So you help me? That depends. On what? Your story. My story? At Amelia, we collect stories. And in return, you'll help me? If I like your story, yes. Oh, now I'm nervous. Have some more cocoa. It'll help you relax. Hmm. What are you thinking? He's helped everyone we've listened to. We think he's bluffing. They're not as picky as he pretends. Or we haven't heard the tapes of the rejects yet. How many tapes before we make a move? Yeah, we need to establish the full picture. We don't want any surprises when we go in. How, uh... How are you sleeping? Sorry? Since we've started this Amelia business, how have you been sleeping? Yeah, not much. I lie awake thinking what the next tape will bring. You? I have nightmares. <laughs> what kind of nightmares? Well, last week I had a dream about Koslovsky switching our brains around. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> Yesterday I had one about being fired out of a cannon and landing in hell. Yeah, speaking of hell, should we have another coffee? <laughs> when are they going to get that machine fixed? We've been drinking instant for a week. Was that a yes? <sighs> I could do with a caffeine. Yeah, I'll go make some. Then let's get back to the tapes. Mm. The Billy scratched the surface. 
Huh. What? There's a tape here marked Not Amelia Material, all in capital letters. Uh-huh. You think it's a tape of the rejects? Uh, only one way to find out. Here's your coffee, Carl. Oh, thanks. Oh, careful, it's hot. Play? Play. Oof. It's still shite. Still shite. Philip Thorne and Oysen Braga with music and sound design by Frederick Baden. Episode 15. The Rejects. Who's next? If you'd looked at the case file, you wouldn't have to ask. I like to be surprised. It's Etienne Duclos. Who? Etienne Duclos. You know, the mime. What was his message? He didn't leave one. He didn't leave a message? Well, considering he's a mime, it would have been rather difficult for him. Why does he want to disappear? You'll have to ask him. Come in. Ah, bonjour, Monsieur Duclos. Comment ça va? Welcome to Amelia, Mr. Duclos. Big fan of your work. Uh, watch out, Alvina. He's removing the flower from his lapel. That means he's going to squirt you. He's a mime artist, not a kid's clown. Oh, look, how sweet. He's giving me the rose. Don't take it. I'm warning you, Alvina. Thank you. How nice. Mmm, it smells lovely. Mm. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, now stop clutching your heart and blowing kisses and let's get down to business, shall we? <clears throat> Why do you want to disappear? You haven't offered him cocoa yet. <sighs> Est-ce que vous aimez du chocolat chaud? <gasps> Brilliant! It looks exactly like he's drinking from a real cup. Hmm. It's so precise. Yes, a simple nod would have sufficed. Whoa, watch it! Oh, you're going to get cocoa all over my... <laughs> so good! So good! It was like I could see the cup shattering. Hmm. Oh, come on. You must admit that was amazing. I thought it was rather foolish. I'll go get some cocoa. But I don't want to miss cocoa. the... Cocoa! We need an assistant. Stop hitting on Alvina. It's pathetic. Yes, that's right. Pathetic. There, I said it. Mimes are pathetic. I'm not scared of you, you white-faced joker. You tongue-tied jester. You cliched fool. You, you... What are you doing? Don't come any closer. You, you, you stop right there. Alvina! <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? No. I took lessons at Ecole Jacques Lecoq back in the day. I can mime a glass wall like the best of them. That's right. You can't penetrate this glass wall. <laughs> Oi, what are you doing? Not very precise, that one. 
Can't tell if it's supposed to be a stick or a tennis racket or a baseball bat. It's a baseball bat. Stop running at my... You smashed my wall, you brutal buffoon. Hey, hey, careful with... You, you, you put down those shards. You, you, you put them down. You, you put... Ah! Coco! Where... Where are you? Here, behind the desk. What are you doing on the floor? Alvina, he shattered my glass wall with a baseball bat, and then he started slashing me with the shards. What are you talking about? He's evil. That's one evil mime. Oh, look. He's doing another dance and offering me a box of... Don't trust him. What's that supposed to be? It's a trick. Oh, chocolates. It's not. So sweet. Alvina, I want that creepy frog out of my office right now. Gosh. I've never seen you this irate. No! All right, all right. So sorry about that, Monsieur Duclos. You'll have to try one of the other agencies. On the bright side, this is when I usually have to threaten reject into secrecy, but I think with you we can rely on your silence, right? Welcome to Amelia. Thanks. Alison? Ali. And that's... That's Tom. He's your... Husband, yes. Right. Is he just going to sleep through this? I hope so. Why? Because I put eight sleeping tablets in his tea. You drugged him? He mustn't know we're here. Good Lord! Why ever not? I want you to make him disappear. Can you do that? Without his consent... Is that a problem? We only take on voluntary disappearances. Why? Because... Uh, ethics. No one will miss him. Oh, for God's sake. He doesn't really have any friends. We don't have time for this. Nobody likes him. Still... I was hoping you could make it look like he got flattened by a bus or can't something. Can't do that, sorry, and, no. And set him up with a new life. In Panama, he really no, likes no, 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 canals. Get out! Out, 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 out! All right, all right! Unbelievable. Alvina? I just had a lady in here who wanted me to make her husband disappear without his knowledge. I know. Well, I told her it was against our ethics. Now, about the motorway pileup this afternoon. We've reinforced the Cadillac's bumper with a steel bar so it should smash right through that Twingo. I can't wait. I just need to make some final calculations to determine the speed for maximum impact. I'm going to need some cocoa for that. Can't do maths without cocoa. Bring some with extra cream, please. Oh, and Alvina, you're going to have to remove the sleeping man from my office. Come in. Ah, Alex. Take a seat. Is it safe in here? In here? You're safer than a Swiss franc in a Zurich bank vault. Please, take a seat. Oh, shit. Two cocos. Oh, lovely jubbly. Where is he? Who? The client. Alex. Oh, he's in the wardrobe. He's in the wardrobe? Yes. Why? I think he's scared. Of me? I think so. Huh. Well, I'd better go then. Yes. Toodaloo. And next time, make your own cocoa. <laughs> uh, your cocoa? What did you say? Your cocoa.
speak up. I, I can hardly hear you. Can't you just come out? Nobody's allowed to know that I'm here. So you're staying in there? I think it's safer this way. Very well. Two cocos for me. <laughs> what? I, I, I just said... Ah. Huh? I just said... Ah. Oh, oh, what? I just said... Oh, God, never mind. What brings you here, Alex? I can't tell you. Then how can I help you? You'll judge me. Alex, you'd be surprised at the stories I've heard in this room. You won't judge me? God, no. Huh? No! Okay. Here goes. Wait, I need to get comfortable for this. What am I sitting on? Okay, shoot. Okay. So, uh, here goes. I... I... put my wife through a wood chipper. You what? I put my wife through a wood chipper. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I heard you. It's, it's just, um, I, um... It was a silly thing to do. I suppose I should ask you... Why you put your wife through a wood chipper? Because she was a witness. A witness? Yes. She saw me dispose of Katie. Oh, good Lord. Katie was threatening to tell my wife about the affair. Mm -hmm. So I had no choice but to dispose of her. I am. But then my wife walks in, just as I'm shoving Katie into the fireplace. So I... Put my wife through the wood chipper, mm-hmm. but uh, then the bell goes, and Ooh. there's this dude from next door asking what all the screaming's about. I tell him my wife stepped on a thumbtack. He asks about the blood on my jeans, and I, I can't really think of an explanation for that, so I, so I have to get rid of him too. Huh. I thought a quick plunge of the kitchen knife would do it, but he's tough. Rather than bleeding to death quietly on the floor, he jumps out the window, drags himself down the street, and screams bloody murder. So now everyone knows. And before you suggest disposing of the entire neighborhood, I... I've already thought of that, but something on that scale requires planning, and I don't have the time. After me, I'm screwed... All because my wife walks in on me cremating Katie. Such bad luck. Oh, yes. Uh, You know mm, what? mm. I might have some of that cocoa after all. This has got me all stressed out. No, 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 no. Alex, uh, Alex, Alex, stay in there. You have to. uh, It's it's not safe out here. I I think, I I, I think, um, I I think I can hear someone. Oh, shit. Uh, Hey, what are you doing? Alvina, help, help. Help, Alvina, there's a psychopath in my wardrobe. Oh, oh, did you, did you just happen to lock the door? Um, safer that way, safer that way. I don't want to take any, um, I can hear footsteps. Oh, okay, just, just tell me when the coast is clear, yeah? Will do. It's uh, pretty hot and 
Duffy in here. Alvina, he's like the love child of Norman Bates and Lady Macbeth. Not boring, then. You got us into this, Alvina. Now get us out. <laughs> I got us into this. Did I come out yet? Yes, you're supposed to research clients so we don't, I don't know, invite someone in here who might chop us into pieces and bake us in a pie. I, I'm having difficulty breathing. <laughs> I'm supposed to do the background checks. Yes. Welcome the clients yes. to the office. Draw up their contracts. Yes. Bribe them into secrecy. And make your bloody cocoa. Yes. It's too much. Oh, fuck. What was that? I think he just fainted. We better open that door. No! No, Alvina, he's a killer! He kills people! He, 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 don't open that! Is he? I think you just killed him. Oh. Hmm. Well. Right here. That's that sorted, then. Good timing, actually. Kozlowski needs a replacement corpse for the Langsbury disappearance, and Walter at the morgue can't get one till tomorrow. Good. Shall we bring him straight to the basement, then? You take the head, and I'll take the feet. Uh, yep, yep, okay. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Careful! <laughs> oh, we so need an assistant. But we've got you. I thought they had assistants. Whatever happened to Joey and Salvatore? They quit. They got fired. Is there a date on the tape? Uh, October 2012. Before the other tapes we've been listening to, then? So, before Joey and Salvatore joined? Presumably. Hmm. How far back do you think these tapes go? I mean, how many years are we talking? Difficult to say. They're all jumbled up. 2015, 2019... 2001. Oh, 1986. We'll need to establish a timeline. Do you think we should pay them a visit? Pretend to be clients? No, we can get all the information we need from these tapes. When we turn up at Amelia, it'll be with a SWAT team, not with a fake moustache and wigs. I just think it might be useful you to just actually. You want to taste that cocoa. <laughs> oh look This tape's November 2012 That leads right on from when we left Shall we? First thing tomorrow morning It's past midnight We should get some sleep huh. Sleep Too much coffee? No, it's just I know what I'll be dreaming about Mad mimes and murderers And who knows what it'll be tomorrow This could go anywhere Well See you tomorrow, then. See you tomorrow. Oh, and Cole. Yeah? Happy nightmares. Want to listen to the follow-up to this episode and find out what happens when the interviewer and Alvina drag Alex out of the office? Well, by supporting us on Patreon, you can do just that. Simply go to patreon.com slash Amelia Podcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Amelia Podcast to make your pledge. A cocoa-slurping thank you to Katie Zindela. Your contribution really makes a difference. And thank you to all our wonderful patrons. And now, to Julia for the credits. This episode was written and edited by Philip Thorne. 
It was directed by Philip Thorne and Oystein Braga, with music and sound design by Frederick Baden. It featured Alan Bergen as the interviewer, Julia C. Thorne as Alvina, Joseph Grimaldi as Etienne Duclos, Beth Crane as Ali, James Oliva as Alex, Benjamin Noble as Agent Haynes, Torgny G. Ondero as Agent Cole, and Julia Morozawa on the answer phone. Foley work by Torgny G. Ondero. The episode was produced by Imploding Fictions. It was recorded by Battlebird Productions London and Nitro Studios Oslo, with studio engineering by Headley Knights. All graphic design for the Emilia project is by Anders Pedersen. Follow us on Twitter, where we're at Emilia underscore podcast. Tell us how you'd like to disappear. Share your favourite cocoa recipe with us. Or simply say hi. See you soon. Hello, and it's lovely to be back. Einstein, do you want to tell the listeners where we are right now? Absolutely. I mean, we've recorded season two all over the place. There's been recordings done in Vienna, in Oslo. Right now, we are in London recording a couple of episodes. And uh, right now, we're here together with the lovely Beth Crane. Hello. Hey. And you might recognise Beth's voice from this very episode where she played Ali. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're recording a good chunk of this season um, with Battlebird Productions. Battlebird Productions is... Uh, uh, Beth Crane and Headley Knights, um, and uh, they also produce the uh, the brilliant audio drama We Fix Space Junk, um, which is an absolutely fantastic show. Um, Beth, do you want to do you want to talk a bit about We Fix Space Junk? Yes, thank you. Uh, we Fix Space Junk is the story of two female repairmen barreling around the galaxy, fixing things, and generally trying not to get killed in the process. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. I, I listened to the first episode and I immediately texted Einstein saying, "You have to listen to this uh, to, to this show." Um, so yeah, everybody go and download We Fix Space Junk, and we'll see you back in two weeks. Bye. 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 <laughs> I, I, I hate being on mic and yet we keep writing ourselves into our own I know. show. I don't know why you do that. It's like a sad um, yeah, it's just a <laughs> I, I actually I like being on mic. I'm Oh yeah, you're in your yeah, show all the time. I but play you kill that. <laughs> but, but, but you do like but you I write like your own stuff. Scripts. Yeah. I think you're an audio masochist, but I think that's uh, Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Um Cool. Let's do one more. One more time? Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, cool. It's my own show and I'm like, what do they do? Uh <laughs> The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Jesters of Ravenloft is a new podcast being recorded on Twitch. It's D&D 5e, and we'd love to tell you about it, but we can't. Because seriously, the cast know nothing about what is going to happen. Adam McNamara is mystified. Del Borovic is baffled. Guy Bradford is bewildered. Tyler Hewitt is even more clueless than usual. And me, Ryan LaPlante, the DM, I'm the only person who knows what's going on. We're live on Twitch May 31st at 8.30 p.m. EST. And every Friday after our Wednesday night shows, we'll be dropping two episodes of Jesters of Ravenloft here. So get ready, subscribe, and soon you will be journeying into Ravenloft alongside our Jesters. Oh yeah, don't tell them about the whole Ravenloft thing. They really know nothing.